You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Mikey H, OC Monster Man, Matt N, and Al White. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. Hey there, lovelies, and thanks for joining us on the 268th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. On today's episode, we're discussing another 2022 release. It's true. Satan Slaves 2 Communion. We are. We are discussing yeah. that. <laughs> yes. I didn't even know it existed. Surprise. Surprise. As a reminder, we tend to spoil things, so continue at your own risk. Satan Slaves 2 Communion is streaming on Shudder and AMC, so check that out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. Facts. All the facts. I had no idea it existed, and then I was like, oh, look, there's a sequel to that movie I liked. I think it's brand new. I it think is. it came out right November 4th is when it started streaming. I think so. I thought like August was when it came out originally, but that might have been like in Indonesia. Yeah, I think that mm, maybe you're right. I It's possible. It happens sometimes, but not usually. I think that, that they right. acquired the rights in September and then it started streaming in November. Oh, OK. Well, in either case, watch happy. It. I mean, so you I'm just saying that you were on it like you got it. Well, you got I was it close. So quick. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I was saying, you're the best. <laughs> wow. Thanks. Yeah. Next time you might want to clarify Sorry, that. Sorry, guys. It's I'm just drinking my coffee. It hasn't been a full morning for me yet. Uh, so, yeah. And I'm freezing. I'm so cold. <laughs> <laughs> I have to send you this TikTok. I, there is like this San Diego comedian and their whole joke is about how San Diegans get really cold in the winter and they mean it. <laughs> and they really mean it. We really mean it. We're not people used in to LA it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to send it to you. Please. No, it's really cold in the shade. You don't understand. You don't get it. I might have the flu immediately from being cold for 10 minutes. <laughs> anyway, before we jump into today's film, let's get started with a segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Float. It has a December 8th release date, and it's written and directed by Zach Locke, who previously directed Black Christmas from 2019. The IMD summary is when a vlogger and her crew embark on their annual river float to com- commemorate the untimely loss of their friend, they are plunged into a life-and-death battle with a mysterious local, a sinister paranormal force, and their own fears. Yikes. So when I when I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this now, I was like, ooh, river horror. Like, I want more river horror. Like, I sure. was excited. He doesn't love river horror. I feel like there's not enough more river horror. Films. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um, and then I was like, ooh, I don't know if I love – and you know what? It may be because I'm just old, but – I don't know if I love this whole, like, I don't know. It's definitely a generational thing. (laughs) We're not old. We're mature. (laughs) 
<laughs> it just is that better i don't know that doesn't sound better that sounds worse it does actually. sound worse yeah um, sorry Take i don't it back. i don't love uh, this Any like weird this weird i'm trying to like figure out a way to explain my qualms because it's not like i mind the stream like the you know live streaming or whatever i think it's just the weird Dialogue? humor like yeah. quotes in quotes is what i'm trying to say um, was there humor in this no that's why it's in oh. quotes like oh, okay. the, I'm trying to be funny a la like bodies, bodies, bodies and like those kinds of movies. W- was there supposed to be a moment like that I in here? I felt like there was when really? one of the girls was talking about COVID. Yeah. I thought that was a genuine line. Oh, well then. It's, yikes. It's ick. It gives me the ick either way. Yes, it to does. To be honest. It does. <laughs> I'm not into it. To use young people language. Yeah. Well, not that. Oh, yeah. It gives me the ick. That's that's, that's not young, young people, people language. language. That's British slang from Love Island, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I 100% funny. use that terminology because I think it's so good. Anyway. Well, I mean, it's accurate. Oh, it, you can feel it. You're like, oh, I know what that means. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this I wanted I wanted it to be a good thing and I don't know that it is going to be a good thing. I mean, listen. I love a good found footage. I love I love it when technology and horror coexist in a really harm, harm, harmonized way. Yes. I I just I think that's what this is attempting. It just even from the trailer I get the feeling that it's not going to work. I agree. But that being said, could it be good? Sure. It could be great. I can't really tell what's happening. I just, I don't have a great feeling about it, but I don't necessarily have a lot to back that up. It doesn't feel like it's doing anything new. We got, it, it kind of feels like it's doing a cabin in the woods not like the actual film Cabin in the Woods, but like, you know, the ho- Cabin in the Woods horror trope. It kind of feels like it's doing that, but with cell phones and a river. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel original. It feels, I don't know. It's no. fine. We don't know. We don't really know. It could be great. I'll see I'm, it. I'm not excited about it, but no. I would watch it. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> exactly that's exactly it i want to watch it more than i wanted to watch black christmas 2019 i still haven't seen that movie so i haven't either and it's streaming and i'm wondering if this year is going to be the year we we venture look i'm game do it i think we have to i think we've waited enough time yeah we're over it we're over the fact that it exists (laughs) we can already know it's not going to be good but like i think we need to i think we need to like you know, I was going to say man up and I really don't want to use that term, but you know, something like that. Yeah. And just fucking watch it. I'm down. Okay. I'm down. Coming next month. Coming to a Final Girls Horrorcast. Podcast near you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's Float and it comes out in like a week. So. Do or don't. <laughs> Up to you. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you want. Whatever. You want. Whatever you feel. 
All right. What are we talking about today, Carly? Okay. So today we are talking about Satan's Slaves 2 Communion from 2022, written and directed by Joko Anwar, who did Satan's Slaves and Empedagore. The IMDb summary is, when the storm hits, it wasn't the storm that a family should fear, but the people and non-human entities who are out for them. Hmm. Is that summary translated? It's got to be. Yeah, it's awful. We know what we mean. Sure. If you've seen it. <laughs> so I think that um, we have covered Satan Slaves. We have covered Empedagore. Um, we both, mm-hmm. we liked both of those films. Satan yes. Slaves is a final girl favorite, I would say. Yes. I would say it too. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm a fan of this director. I I don't know that I liked this one very much, though. I wanted to, and there are definitely things I do like about it. But would I rewatch it? Mm, probably not. I agree. Um, there were definite moments where I felt great about what I was watching. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt so long, though. And I felt it is kind of long. And I felt that there were moments that I didn't need, like that were just kind of like, why is this happening? The pacing's off for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. You you didn't rewatch Satan Slaves, right? Correct. Because how much of Satan Slaves did you remember watching this? So I remembered very little. Um, I thought that when we were talking about the mom and how we should get her a bell, I thought that something like that was going to kind of work its way in. And then they kind of, you know, go somewhere else. (laughs) I think that was more like a joke. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's the same. But I was like, oh. And then I was like, oh, they're not going to do it. Because then they were like, oh, no, that's so silly. Where everybody's so close. Because it's true. You're in an apartment building. Um, So I remembered that. like oh yeah it's a callback um but yeah i was like i want to know because i don't really remember much except for the end um so i'm curious to go in completely i mean relatively blind and see if it works kind of as a standalone and i think i'm sure you got more out of it if you Mm -hmm. did rewatch the front the first but i was like i can you know i can i can handle watching this and and not remember much about the first one Sure. I I feel like I wouldn't ha- I would have been very lost trying to watch this without knowing anything about the first one or remembering it. Yeah. Um I rewatched I would say the first 40 to 50 minutes of the first film. Mm-hmm. Then I watched this movie and then I kind of like went through the final part of the first film, went back to it, and just watched certain scenes. Because there was character overlap I wasn't familiar with um, when I was watching Satan Slaves 2. There's character overlap that I wasn't aware of. The um, the um, journalist mm-hmm. is in the first film. Yes, I did remember And I totally him. forgot. I remembered him, it. but I didn't remember his role. Mm-hmm. He's the grandmother's friend. Okay. Because he looks so, so familiar. And I was like, where else was I, would I have seen him? You know? In Satan Slaves 1, 
we have a mother who is sick, right? Mm-hmm. And she was a famous singer. Mm-hmm. And we find out she passes away. And we find out, you know, there starts to be haunting in the house where it seems like the mother is haunting. And then the grandmother dies. And it seems like the grandmother's kind of haunting too. And the oldest sister finds out somehow through a letter, I believe, from her grandmother that the mother made a deal with the devil to have children and be famous Mm -hmm. because she couldn't have kids and she wanted to be a famous singer. So she made the deal with an an occult, the occult, occult. Oh my God, I can't speak. She made a deal with a satanic cult to give up her last child when they turn seven, because that child, her final child will be the son of Satan. So... After she passes, her youngest son's turning seven. And so this cult is coming after to get him, basically. Okay, so now that whole part makes sense about the little yeah. boy that they, yeah, they and lose. he's deaf. And so, like, throughout the whole film, there's, like, a lot of sign language and things Yeah, uh, with him. Yes. So that's why the whole family kind of knows sign language. And so... The journalist is kind of helping the family, like the oldest sibling, learn about what happened, Mm -hmm. basically. Okay. And so I think at the beginning of Satan Slaves 2, the journalist is like, it's a flashback to when he's originally brought to learn about this cult. So it's a flashback. I loved that scene. It's a great scene. The opening scene, I was like, I'm so jazzed for this movie because this looks fucking solid. I would say the good, a good 40 minutes, the first 40 minutes of this film are solid. I agree. And then I like got distracted and picked up my phone and was like, don't pick up your phone. You need to pay attention because there are subtitles. And I had this whole conversation with myself. Yeah, you really can't not pay attention no. to the subtitles. Yeah, you have to know. <laughs> I was like, Carly, don't do this to yourself. You have to talk about this. I, I really like the setting. There's this creepy apartment building in the middle of fucking nowhere. Oh, my gosh. The setup is amazing. In a flood zone. Yeah. Like, it's it's phenomenal. It's so the creepy, The creepy apartments, everyone keeps their door open and there's creepy people in the, in the doorway. Mm-hmm. That one scene where she goes on the, the floor to uh beneath hers to dump her trash. Mm-hmm. So creepy. Oh, my gosh. When everybody's, like, looking... Yeah. Oh my! I loved that. I was like, I'm scared. I'm creeped out. Yeah. When she's walking by and there's a guy laughing and the TV's on, but he's not watching TV. Yes. It's fucking creepy. The guy staring at the wall. I was like, (laughs) oh fuck. And then she puts the garbage in. She turns around and they're all staring at her. Yes. I was like, nightmare fuel is what that is. Really, some really good scares without being jump scary yes like just creepy yes creepy creepy moments the whole elevator thing oh my God. i thought was phenomenal i was like this is giving me speed vibes and i'm into yes. it yes <laughs> yeah you know what i was thinking it was kind of like um uh, what's the one where death is after you if you like it uh, fuck why can't i think of the name it's a huge franchise death uh, oh final destination final destination yeah <laughs> I wanted to say Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy 7, you know. Final Fantasy 7. When they're in the elevator. Um, <laughs> but it did have Final Destination vibes, right? Totally. Where this was like choreographed to perfectly Yes. Uh, With the girls in the elevator grabbing the coins. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
It was very Final Destination. I felt like there was a lot of homages kind of tucked into this story, and some of them were better than others. I agree. I agree. That one I liked. That one was obviously an homage to the Final Destination. We also had just the way it was shot, Mm -hmm. you know, and like the tension building was very Final Destination, especially with, oh, I'm not going to get on the elevator. I'm going to go over here and deal with this situation. Yeah. Um. All of that. No, the tension in that in that scene was so good. Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, you but, know what's going to happen. Right. But you're like, oh, God, come on. Get out of there. And then there's the poltergeist homage mm-hmm. where it's like the national anthem at the end of the evening and then it goes to snow. Mm-hmm. But then there was a ring reference right after it that I did not. I did not like that. <laughs> I don't which what what happened. Well, the national anthem then everything goes dead to snow yeah. right on the TV. Yes. And then you can see the girl, creepy girl, oh. through the snow. And oh. that, I was like, that's like a ring thing. Yeah, that is a ring and thing. And I don't, and we don't need that. We need to like, pass that's on not that. A thing. That's okay. Yeah, we needed to pass on that. I don't know. I know, I get the, you. I think I... The radio stuff was fine. I didn't mind the radio stuff. Um, the prayer robe scare is a repeat from the first film. Yes. Which was fine. I could I can I can get down with that. Is it, do we need to do it again? No, but I mean it, it makes sense that some of the same things might be happening, I guess. Yeah. Um I didn't love that character though. I didn't love how she was obviously being punished for Same. I I when I saw that I was like, "Oh, that's unfortunate." Yeah, there's a young woman who is a little more modern in her method of clothing, and they kind of hint that maybe she has some kind of sex worker job Mm -hmm. that we don't know exactly what it is. And then it's also hinted that she somehow is responsible for the death of a baby. Yeah. I don't know if it was from abortion or what. That's the kind of vibe that I was getting. Yeah, there was a lot of that, and then she's just obviously severely punished for it, and it's kind of like, hmm. Why are they only doing that to her? Yeah. Like, the men that die in the film, it's just like, oh, you're in the way and we're just going to kill you. Like, this is like personal. a personal attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I didn't, I didn't, just kill her, you know? Like, it doesn't need to be a ghost vomits a baby on her. That's like, why yeah. are we doing this? Yeah. Creepy. There's no reason. Creepy, but unnecessary. And, and I feel like you're making some kind of social commentary that I don't appreciate. Totally. 100%. Yeah. That's what I felt like. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of, like, good, creepy moments. But it's, there's, it just, it doesn't go where it needs to go Mm -hmm. and it is a it gets a really kind of drawn out long-winded yeah i get so bored with all of like the kids running around and trying to like if if they would have cut out i feel like there's like 20 minutes before the end of the film that i don't feel like it was necessary and i don't feel like they talk about ian enough I i think they need to talk about ian more because if you're if you're watching this for the first time or you haven't seen Satan Slaves in like a year and a half, you might forget about Ian. I didn't you might remember. forget that Ian was taken. I didn't remember. I knew that he was taken because they talked about it, but I didn't remember. I didn't remember his whole thing until the end when he's yeah. like your your brother was like in the book or whatever. Yeah. 
that whole thing was weird. It was weird. All, it was all kind of like jumbled. I felt like it was kind of an afterthought to make this make more sense. To make it connect with like the first one. You think? Yeah, I feel like they should have had that couple at the end in it more. Me too. What was the deal with them? I was going to ask you this. So at the end of the first film. I liked them, to be honest. I was like, why didn't we get more of them? They're in the first film, but at the very end, just like they are in the very oh. end of this film. Can we have a movie so, with them, please? I know. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, have them in it more. They gave me, like, the- Gomez and Morticia vibes, and I was, like, <laughs> feeling it. I was like, yes, please. Who are they? Well, they kind of, I mean, I think they're the ones orchestrating all of it. They're behind everything. Them. I love them. I think they're like the head of the cult and they've been alive for a billion years because as you can see from the old pictures from the 50s, they look exactly the same. Yeah. um, They are. Yeah, they're obviously the cult leaders. We see them only at the very end of the first film. The, um, you know, after Ian is taken and everything kind of goes away, the family moves into an apartment building, not the apartment building they're in in this one, a different one. I think they even mentioned that they moved because their neighbors were nosy or something like that. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very Rosemary's Baby. Yes. Um, so they're in a uh, they're in a uh, happy little apartment. It looks sunnier than it does in the second film. Mm-hmm. And they're having a meal and their neighbor comes over and brings them breakfast, which is so nice. And they're sitting to eat breakfast. And then you see the neighbor go back into their apartment and it's the woman and the man from the second movie and they basic she basically says something like we're ready to complete another harvest and then they zoom out and then there's a map with all these little dots all over it so we're assuming that they're doing this all over the world yes and they're like and they're basically saying they we just need to keep them happy so they stay here so we can keep an eye on them basically Mm. so we know get the sense that this isn't over with the family Mm -hmm. but i'm not sure why it's not over with the family like they have the boy yeah. that they wanted. Yeah. They harvested him. Exactly. Whatever. Why do they need to keep tabs on this family? I still don't understand why. Um, there's something with the dad and having to kill people. Well, yeah, there is some kind of agreement where he has to kill people, but like And he has a suitcase full of fingers. <laughs> to, to to count how many people he's killed, pres- presumably. Because he wouldn't know. Right. <laughs> I guess. Is he responsible for the elevator deaths? No. I don't no. think so. Okay. All right. That would be an easy way to kill a lot of people. I mean, if you have to kill a thousand people for the devil, I mean, I feel like that would be a good way to go. Yeah, I feel like that felt more supernatural than yeah, human was. error. Yeah, it was. But but he could have been case, like, look what I did for you. <laughs> yeah. They would have been yeah. like, that was us, buddy. Yeah, but it was like too many homages, like Rosemary's Baby, all these other ones that I already discussed. There's shining references with the girls in the hallway yes. being creepy. Like, there's a lot, a lot, a lot. And like, we get it. You like horror movies, um, which is, you know, kind <laughs> of unfair to me to say because not that not to talk about Smile, but I kind of liked Smile for that reason. But I think it's because Smile isn't a very serious film. Like, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. With this film, I feel like I expect more. No, I totally agree with you. I feel like, I feel like especially because there's so much originality here, especially with the first one and it kind of being its own thing, it feels weird to put so many things 
in the sequel, especially back to back. Um, and especially like it's not the whole film. I feel like it's really just in this like one particular area, which makes sense, I guess, because that's when like all the haunting is happening. But I feel like I don't know. I feel like it it detracted versus added. Yeah. The whole first part of this film is great. Oh, it's just it's when so they good. start to do their detective work that I'm like, why? What does this even mean? Because they're not even really learning anything. No. They're learning what? There's another floor in the building. Mm-hmm. Dad is killing a thousand people. Yeah. But they don't learn what, why any of this is happening. Mm-mm. They don't learn anything really until the dad like has to, to push come the and story say it. forward. Right. But like even then, we still, I still don't know like what he made a deal to kill a thousand people to save his family, I'm guessing. Yeah. Right. And then, okay. To save the kids because the mom but was still why? taken. And then the, like, who did he make this deal with? This cult? Yes. Where are the cult members? Who's telling him? I see in touch, touching base with them. Like, what is their ultimate goal? Are they trying to take over the world with Satan things? No, like, I don't, knows. I don't know. What are they trying to do? Because a lot of times in these movies, it's like, all we want to do really is bring Satan to earth. Yes. Right? Have the devil's baby. Yes. They already have the devil's baby. So, like, now I'm interested in what's next. What is your next goal? Because why are they killing the dad? Why is their goal to to have these demonic horses that rip this family to shreds yeah why are they killing the dad when he was essentially filling his end of the bargain the whole time maybe like his quota didn't hit and time was up maybe i guess and then they were going to kill the family i guess that makes sense yeah but like they didn't communicate that and he never seemed nervous yeah, and then it's weird Unless when the knew. journalist shows up with his magic beans, and, he, and then everything's yeah. fine. And he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm always I'm always late," and I'm, we're like, "What?" <laughs> okay, well, because he saves them at the end no, of the yeah. first one too. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, still, like it just feels like such a a cop out. Um, yeah, it is. I wish it that is, we got sure. more of it because now I'm remembering, like, at the beginning of the storm, the dad's like, "We're not going anywhere. We're staying here." So it's like, does he know that? This is coming. You know yes. what I mean? Like, I need more information to. there. Yeah, because he's acting fucking weird the whole movie. Yeah, he's acting super weird the whole movie. He's so, so sketch. Yeah, and I just don't, I don't know. It's It kind of makes sense, but it's it doesn't feel like enough Yeah, to, like, make this story feel rounded out. No, I agree. It feels kind of like we couldn't come up with anything better, so here's what we're doing. Yeah. But the first half of this film it's is awesome, so and the setup is really good. <laughs> like, I think that you should watch it, people, if you haven't uh, already. Yeah. If you decided I would. to venture into this episode blind, it's. I think there's a lot of really cool stuff happening here. It's just we want more. And yeah. I want a, a movie with just this couple at the end, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What is with okay? So the the I think another one of the scariest parts of this movie that I didn't touch base on yet is when the oldest brother runs into the spiritual leader guy, 
And he's like, oh, hey, I'm checking on all the corpses. I was <laughs> Will you like, help me? no, I was like, <laughs> absolutely not. Or why did he choose matches over the flashlight? I don't know. Because he wanted to prove he wasn't scared, I guess. No. Choose he the had flashlight. like a weird creepy smile, too, in that part, which was didn't fit. No, he was this guy was scared, was scary. He wasn't scary, but his task, his task was scary. <laughs> the task was scary, and it feels like a setup. Yeah, I was waiting for it to be a setup, especially, yeah. especially that first one where he's like fixing the window and he turns around, the guy's gone. Like that was a good moment. Yeah, but like because we kind of set it up that way, I was kind, I was expecting more from that to happen. That's kind of one of those things that I was like, did we need it? It gave us a couple scary moments, but it really adds nothing to the story oh i loved all of it i loved that he had matches i love that they kept going out i loved when the bodies moved their heads no yeah mm-mm. it was creepy and i liked it it was why super is creepy. he doing it do i do i agree with this no yeah. do i think anyone would actually do this no no that's what i'm saying but <laughs> i like watching it no i totally <laughs> agree with you it it gave us a lot of scary moments it added nothing to the story is kind of what i mean in an already long movie it felt like we didn't build up to anything i feel like more of the characters needed to be bad Mm -hmm. like more of the main characters i feel like we needed more twists i felt like the other little boy being in on it would have made sense Oh, yeah. Um, The one whose mom got lost. Because he had the book and he knew this other sign language. And how did he know to use that other sign language with that boy? Like, I don't know. I don't know how he knew to use his secret sign language with that little boy. Because he he was acting like he didn't even know who he was. He knew the whole time, though, because he said it. But it's fucking weird. He said your brother was in the book. But (laughs) I just don't get it. And then the journalist was that kid's dad? Yes. But, but didn't he say that his dad was bad? Yes. And that's what I was confused about because he <sighs> had that picture in the house. And so I was like, oh, that's his dad. And so I was like, that's how we're tying everything together. But the stories that he was telling about his dad didn't align with like what we know about the dad. Right. That's why I was thinking like maybe he and his mom were the bad ones. Yes. But they didn't do that. No. At any point. Mm-mm. So that didn't really make sense to me. No, I was expecting something to come of that as well, especially because he was so and I know that that kind of happens to children when they're when they end up becoming the caretakers of their parents. But he was like so mature, you know, like he was like, I'll just go to an orphanage like you have too many things going on with your brother. Like, I don't want to go with you. That's too much. Right. It's weird. Yeah. He was a weird character. Yeah. I don't know, man. A lot of promise. It's kind of disappointing, to be honest. Yeah. But I wonder if that's like set up for the third, you know? That's about the couple. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they set it up for another one. I know. They really did. They really did. I'd w- I'll watch it. I'm, I didn't hate my time with this movie. There's a lot of great stuff. I just. I would watch it. Yeah. I just wanted a little bit more, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would like more, too. I feel like we should go back and watch some of this director's older movies. Oh, I'm down. I'm intrigued. Got quite a few. Got quite a few, and we haven't seen any of them. Let's do it. 
Because Empedagor was after Satan's slaves. Empedagor's so, so good. Yeah. We'll have to check them out. Okay. All right. Anyway, how are you doing over there? I'm tired and cold. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this is like, um, so for those of you that don't know, I work in the e-commerce world. And so we're gearing up for the busiest time of the year. And I have been working like a mad person. Oh. So I'm excited for next week to be over. I have, for the first time in a very long time, very many days in a row off. Oh my God, I'm so like, jealous of you. Relax. So I am very excited. Nine days, really. Oh my God, I'm so jealous of you. I know, right? I'm jealous of me. Ugh, I want that. <laughs> I want that for me. So I'm pretty, pretty stoked about it. I'm gonna go spend some holiday time with some people. And uh, yeah, it'll be good. I love that for you. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, I haven't really been watching much new things. I started rewatching Downton Abbey. Oh my God, you told me that. And I was like, I want to watch Downton Abbey. You should. It's a great holiday rewatch. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. It feels very like something you watch around the holidays. I like that. Maybe I, feel that, I feel that way about like a lot of older period type things. Yeah. Like, I feel like I want to watch Little Women, you know? Well, and I that feel- <laughs> makes sense. That makes sense. It does. It does, right? But like the good, like not, I, don't know, I didn't mean to say that. Downton also has a lot of really good like Christmas film special yeah. things. Like their Christmas episodes are longer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still on my rewatch of Supernatural. I'm in the third season. Actually, I think my the next episode oh, that wow. I have is a Christmas episode. Oh, wow. It. That's exciting. Yeah, I know. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, nothing really new other than that. Um, I started watching, you'll be happy about this, the um, the British Bake Off, but not the latest season. I, start, I went back okay. to what Netflix has because I started watching British Bake Off forever ago when they had the first seasons on there. Um, but now I think they only have from season five forward. Well, there are quite a few seasons, so that'll that'll last you. Yes. That's good. Yeah. I would be more happy if you were watching Love is Blind, but I can't get I can't I don't know what it is about that show. You need to. You need to you need to do it. Kind of gives just do it, it. it gives me the ick if we're gonna bring it back. But you didn't even start. How could something give you the ick that you haven't even started? It just feels icky. I don't know why. All reality TV is icky. It's true. <laughs> but there's some that I can take and some that I can't. And uh I think this is one you can take because I can't take it usually at all. Like, I don't watch any reality TV. I feel like Love Island is the only love reality show that I actually like. I just want you to try it. And to be clear, the British one, not the not the American one. I tried watching that and that gave me immediate ick. I, so yeah, I don't like the American one. No, I watched the British one. Oh, and I was like, what season? I don't like this. I think I started with the first one. Oh, don't start with the first one. Start with like the fourth one. The first one, they're still finding their footing. It's not great. The f- See, how does that one not give you the ick? Because it's all looks-based. No, it's not. It's really not. The, I think Love is Blind is the opposite of Love Island. No, Love Island, I feel like, is so... Um, it's so interesting because you get a lot of time with these people because in 
when it airs live in Britain, it's every it's on every night, and the people like choose like the people of Britain can like it's kind of like American Idol where they like call in and they'll like vote for their favorite couple or vote for their favorite people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also is very like interesting because you get like a lot you get to know these people and their relationships. It's so much better than a lot of American uh, reality shows. I mean, all of them, to be honest. Start with season four. I think you need to watch Love is Blind. (laughs) I'll watch Love is Blind when you watch season four of Love Island. All right. I'll watch season four of Love Island and you watch season one of Love is Blind. Okay. Fine. (laughs) Fine. You heard it here. Fine. You heard it here, people. Fine. Oh, my goodness. Fine. Um, what else have I been watching? I watched, um, I don't even know what the friggin' movie was. Tony picked it. (laughs) (laughs) I say it like it was, uh, it was bad. It wasn't necessarily bad. Uh, See How They Run. That's what it's called. What's that? It's a murder mystery, which takes place in the 50s. Oh. And it's got Adrian Brody in it. And... Some other actors that I can't think of right now. I feel like I've heard of it. It, it It's got Sam Rockwell. That's who the other person is, it, is. Is that the one with Saoirse Ronan and she's got like a little cop yes. hat? Yes. Okay. Okay. She's the best part of the whole thing. I really like her. Um, It's not bad, but it's entirely too long. It's only an hour and a half, but it felt very long i fell asleep a couple times um but the parts i liked i liked yeah it's just not for me it's not my kind of thing you probably would like it though i think i would um it's been one of those ones though that doesn't like intrigue me enough to watch it yeah especially when there's like a lot of like i really want to watch 1899 have you heard about that new netflix series yeah i really want to watch that um and then like to be honest i'm just really content with my supernatural rewatch Mm -hmm. (laughs) I cried the other day. I was like, oh, this is great. Oh, I watched The Hating Game yesterday. It was awful, as expected. <laughs> as expected? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, but like in a good sometimes, way? Or like, yeah. Okay. I mean, sometimes you just want to watch a cheesy, stupid, romantic something. 100%. And I feel and like Lucy Hale does a lot of those that like are not good, but like you in- are enjoying it anyway. I almost read the book because sometimes like I read books like that because I think they're mm-hmm. fun to read and they're quick and I can read one in a day and I'm, you know, um, I they're usually like my vacation reads are like cheesy romantic comedy kind of books because they're so quick to read yeah. and entertaining. Um, but yeah, I, w- I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this. Maybe I should read it first. Now I'll just watch it. Because it's on here. And Tony was sleeping. He was like napping on the couch. But the second I started it, he woke up. And I was like, oh, you're going to have to watch this with me now. (laughs) (laughs) And he did. He sat and watched the whole thing with me. Amazing. And I I ended up making fun of it quite a bit. Because it was way worse than I was anticipating. (laughs) But it's it's just very tropey. That's just how those books are. So I just knew everything that was happening i mean i think most people would <laughs> it's not it's not like hard to unpack it but the characters are stupid mm-hmm. and they're in love with e- they're obviously in love with each other and i you just yelling at them because like you know you love each other i don't understand why you're acting like you don't love each other i love it so there's a lot of that 
is more angering than like nice, but I watched it anyway. There's better movies like that that exist. Yeah. Than this one. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> you wouldn't recommend it unless you enjoy Unless that it's kind of really thing. like a, a genre you like. Yeah. But even then, there's better ones. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else that... So the menu came out. If you haven't, I recommend going to see that. It's going to have to wait till next week. That's okay. I was going to watch it this weekend, but I just have not had the time. Yeah. I'm like been way busier than I wanted to be. Go when you can like take (laughs) a minute for yourself and just, you know, enjoy it. Yeah. Um, It'll be a next weekend activity. Yeah. Hopefully it's still in theaters. I'm sure it will be. It just came out this weekend. Yeah. There's the... yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> here's hoping but that's it so. for me all right well should we talk about then. what we're doing next week yeah what are we gonna watch for next week's episode carly we're going to give a moment of fun to everybody we know that you're <laughs> gonna be with your families so if you want to check out this pg-13 film that's on netflix called wendell and wild uh we're gonna be chatting about that next week animated horror animated horror who doesn't love a good animated horror? Everybody loves it. I don't know if that's true. I love it. Maybe not, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Looks cool. It's a nice Jordan little Peele's change. involved. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to check that out. Me too. Um, until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Bye. Oh, my goodness. What note did I pick? You just went for it, and I appreciate that about you. <laughs> I tried.